we're back. We've been doing a show continuously this whole time. What? I mean, you a, couldn't see it. This we is the telethon. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Pop that culture again and again and again. So much. Pop, pop, pop. Uh, yes, over the weekend, uh, we, uh, we had Veterans Day, actual mm. Veterans Day on Sunday, and then today, Monday, is Veterans Day Observed. Observed. There it is. I can see it. Yes. Observed. And uh, and so there were a number of things sort of over the weekend that were discussing it mm. and were about it. One that people really did not expect, but I thought was cool as hell, mm -hmm. which was there was a veteran on Saturday Night Live, one who the week before uh, had been made fun of by Pete Davidson. Yes. People thought, not cool, bro, not cool. He lost his eye <laughs> while serving in right. Afghanistan. An so. IED went off and blew it up, and he almost lost his sight completely. And uh, so he was actually, when people were going to him for a response, it's uh, Congressman-elect Dan Crenshaw. Um, he was like, you know what? It wasn't the best move on his part, but we have bigger fish to fry in this country, basically, and I'm not going to, you know, right. get too, too upset about it. But other members of Saturday Night Live, Kenan Thompson, was like, you owe that guy an apology. Yeah. That's not cool. I don't know how the rest of the show is planning on handling it, but I feel like you need to step up and tell... Um, Oh, what's the name of the guy that runs Saturday Night Live? Lauren, Lauren Michaels. Michaels. Tell, yeah. You need to tell Lauren Michaels that we need to do a little something, something right. for this guy. So, but surprisingly, they asked Dan Crenshaw, will you be on the show? And he's like, yeah, I'll be on the show. That's cool. Well, see, this is the kind of discourse we need in American politics now. Where You know what? It was already screws up. Yeah. You make amends, you make things right, and you try to be gracious on both sides. So, Even though I think the publicity kind of helped this campaign. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, that played into it as well. But um, they were both sitting there on the weekend update set, and um, Pete Davidson said, what I'm sure was a huge shock to people who know me, I made a poor choice last week. I made a joke about Lieutenant Commander Dan Crenshaw on behalf of the show myself. I apologize, which is nice. And then he said... Um, from the bottom of my heart, it was a poor choice of words. The man is a war hero. He deserves all the respect in the world. And if any good came of this, maybe it was for one day, the left and the right finally came together to agree on something, which is that I'm a dick. So, I mean, no. I, well done. Yes, well done. we all did think that at the same time. And then he said, you know what? Since I was doing first impressions, that was the segment mm -hmm. where the picture popped up of Dan Crenshaw, he's like, Let's put a picture up of me and let you do some first impressions of me. And this is how that went. Last week, uh, I made a joke about a picture of you. And I feel like uh, it would only be fair if you got me back and made fun of a picture of me. Does that sound OK? I, I don't really need to do that. No, come on. I, I deserve it. All right, I'll do Please. One. All right. <laughs> and now, first impressions with Lieutenant Commander Dan Crenshaw. <laughs> Thanks, Colin. This is Pete Davidson. He looks like if the meth from Breaking Bad was a person. <laughs> Not bad. So there, we're even. All right. Hold on. Well, one more. This is. The All right. All right. He looks like a troll doll with a tapeworm. <laughs> yeah, man. All right, that's good. We should wrap this up. Oh, hold on. No, this, this is fun. This is fun. Cool. He looks like Martin Short in the Santa Claus Three. <laughs> By the way, one of these people was actually good on SNL. Oh. 
we all agreed in studio that's a sweet eye patch like yeah. he's a guy who definitely like he looks good with an eye well patch. you know what in a, if he were in a movie yeah what it would be is like his origin story was he'd have like a bad eye patch in the beginning right but then like tony stark would give him some awesome eye patch i bet it does have like excellent yeah. uh technologies built yeah. in it so he could be like a super spy yeah or something. It, would, yeah. it would talk to him Hi, yeah. this is your eye patch oh my god yeah. he's got like a little siri eye patch you that's amazing your, like clothes Ooh, look at that. <laughs> oh Ooh. boy. Um, but that, so they, you know, they did the jokes and it was great. And then they sort of had a little bit more of a serious moment. And they said, because it's Veterans Day weekend, that they wanted everyone to connect with a veteran and be cool with yeah. them. And Crenshaw said, say, if you would like to say something to a veteran, say thank you for your service. And also to say, um, never forget is mm. something that lets everyone know that, right. you know, we're all Americans in this together. You're not separate from me. Yeah. You know, so. Don't that let anything stop you like rain. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, <laughs> there was also something, I don't know, had you seen this before I brought it up for the show? The uh, Peter Jackson thing? Um, no, but I know that he's really upset because he never got as much of the spotlight as Tito or Jermaine. <laughs> it's true. Yes. That's very or true. Or even Reby. I know. mean, and if you're lower yeah. than Reby, what yeah. the hell is going on? Um, Peter Jackson, director of Lord of the Rings and Hobbit and all of that, um, wanted to do a project for the 100th anniversary of the end of the First World War. Mm -hmm. And so the uh the british museum were like well we have footage i don't know what you want to do with it and he's like give me give me uh like four minutes of it let me see what i can do here's a little bit of the interview and throughout this interview you can see that the thing that i guess makes the footage seem so separate and almost alien to us is that it was always like sped up when right. we see old-timey yeah, you know kinda, footage it's jittery it's jerky of, yeah. and it's sped up because well, they had hand crank right cameras right and, yeah so you know. i mean not only is it silent and it's black and white but you know the the movement is so strange that it maybe doesn't quite feel as real when you're watching mm -hmm. it and so not only did he colorize it i think they said he made it 3d but um, the most important thing he did was slow it down so that all of their movements are very natural. Mm. And so um, they also added like objects in the foreground mm -hmm. and they had voices of the real soldiers sort of as a VO in this documentary. Right. Oh, and uh, motion capture suits as well. Yes. yes. So they, they actually... Like the tank is actually yeah, the guy that got does all the motion capture yes, stuff, like my precious. Yes, they got the tanks, and, and then yeah. uh, the guys from Pacific Rim came in, and with yeah. Andy Serkis. And Andy Serkis, thank yes, you. Yes, totally crazy. Yeah, anything that's not a human in this footage mm. that you're going to see in this clip is 100% Yeah, so they Andy basically Serkis. deleted out all the old footage and replaced it with new stuff. <laughs> yes. No, so here is a little bit from the interview. Once we'd finished doing our work on it, we had to figure out what to do. But once we were finished that four, with that four minutes, I just couldn't believe how good it looked. I mean, it, was, it, it blew me away. Well, I, I read that you went through, the team of you went through 600 hours of audio. And about 100 hours of footage, yeah. And did that, yeah. after going through all of that, did that change your perspective on the First World War at all? Yes, it did. Well, the thing that jumps out at you is the, is the, are the people, you know, the humanity, because they, they suddenly become real human beings. They don't become Charlie Chaplin. They're not Charlie Chaplin, spit-up, jerky figures anymore. They're, they're real people with all the nuances and subtleties of human beings. So, therefore, it, it's told me that this should be a human story, not a war story, you know, in terms of strategies and tactics. And then it's... Um, 
Then I thought, well, okay, well, that, in terms of the audio part of it, the only voices we should hear should be the voices of the veterans. Whoa! <laughs> did, that go, did that go over? Well, maybe the er. <laughs> okay. I tried to time it to where I said it before the uh, light came on. You terrible timing, sir. <laughs> yes, yes. Ask Craig. <laughs> Ask Craig about my timing. Woo! But uh, yeah, so I'm I'm hoping that there are going to be more ways to see this full documentary called They Shall Never Grow Old. Right. So you can see the whole thing. Um, there was like one massive showing, I think, um, in the United States. And then there were three others over in England. And I think they've aired it on the BBC. But I'm hoping that it'll be offered to Netflix or On Demand or something so right. that more people can see it because it's really incredible. It what is incredible done. because I think that where we're at now is that now we can go back 100 years yeah. and have documents of you know on film mm -hmm. of what actually happened yeah you know because you can look at it now it's not as abstract as it used to be right like what if they could go back to like the civil war okay and and then they found what out we like, had motion picture back in yeah the civil what if it was war? a big misunderstanding yeah, yeah. What do you mean you want to succeed? No, no, no. We want to succeed along oh. with the rest of you. May I recommend yeah. Dianetics? Oh, um, really? Oh, they oh, were cool, bro. Was, oh, jeez. Oh, son of All a... All those chest sets for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Civil War chest sets. Yes. So that was very cool. Uh, another big story ongoing that we definitely heard about over the weekend are the wildfires in California. And there's been human toll in that. Mm -hmm. 31 deaths, I think, is yeah. the last thing that I heard on that one. And obviously just structure after structure after structure. And so stories are coming out about different celebrity homes that have burned to a crisp. I think mm. Gerard Butler was doing Instagram stories yeah. about his uh, house They lost burning. Martin Sheen for a little bit. They did. Yeah, they didn't know where he was. MIA. But they found him, and, and he's know, okay. The Secret Service went after him. Like, oh, you're not the real president, oh. but we're going to help anyway. I wonder if he has a code name anyway, even though he wasn't the <laughs> Probably <real>. does. <laughs> um, Sudo yeah. has gone off the reservation. They, uh, Sudo has gone off the reservation. They legit lost Sudo for a while. Mm. Um, and then uh, some of the Kardashian homes and, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm having a terrible brain day. Mm. Uh, what's the dad who's now dressed as a lady? Um, Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> yes, Caitlyn Jenner. He's not dressed as well, a lady. Well, he's become a woman. He's a little bit more committed to it than just changing his he clothes. He is committed. I mean, he hasn't actually <laughs> said that, like, he's yeah. done the full commitment, but we're assuming right. at this point he's done the he's, full commitment. He's, you know what? Let's just say this. He, he bought it. He wore it. He cut the tags off, but we don't know if it was like the, the price tag's definitely gone. The neck tag might still right. be there. Right. Yeah. That's an excellent See? way to describe it. Good job, buddy. Um, yeah, no. This Welcome to my brain, not remembering anything or how to say it correctly. So his, her house has burned down. <laughs> her house has burned down. <laughs> and the other girls in the family. Hello, angry emails. <laughs> Uh, oh, you're going to uh, have to invite Caitlin on the show and allow her I to, would love to it. make fun of you for a little bit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So she's having a bad day. Right. And, uh, yes, I think I heard something about Cher's house. You passed me something about some other celebrities that their houses yeah, are burning down. A bunch of standing sets have... Uh... Well, yeah, that was the other thing, too. This one um, that was used on um, 
in Westworld, like at almost all of it burned down the set that they've been using on this one ranch, mm -hmm. um, except for the church, which they pointed out like was kind of crazy that that one is still standing with the rest of it. And that um, area, that Wild West town has been used in a number of things, not just Westworld. I think they used it for Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman. Oh, yes. <laughs> and uh, a couple of other shows as well. Let's see. Oh, the X-Files used it, Weeds. The lake house, which I don't understand how the lake house used it. Uh, I don't either because I don't see a lake. Yeah, and then oh, Joe, the house where they film The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Oh my God! Toast. My gosh, is there a, a heat-resistant strain of syphilis or gonorrhea? <laughs> I would imagine. I'm yes. just wondering. You know, the, the smoke clears and there's just this hot tub, but they zoom in on it and there's still things crawling around. <laughs> yes. Wow, just bachelor, like thanks for your contribution. Cockroaches are going to live after <laughs> this and then also res heat resistant these, strains. All these of burned roses. But <laughs> yeah. the syphilis is still running around there. Watch out. You can still catch something. Mm. Wee! Yeah, there's another um, park kind of down the way from where these sets are where they had filmed How Green Was My Valley, The Planet of the Apes with Charles. And Heston, mm. Love Me Tender with Elvis, um, The Seven Year Itch, and MASH. The mountains in the background, this yeah. whole area. That, it's just charred. Well, and you know, a lot of the MASH set pieces were actually still up. Like a lot of like the Jeeps and stuff were actually they were still there. left there. And the sign, that sign in the middle yeah. of the 4077th was in there, mm. uh, as well as a uh, hand carved bust of Alan Alda. Uh, no, I'm just. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was any of that true or? No, the signpost. Okay, that Jeeps. was true. Yeah. Just the bust. Yeah. Not true. Um, yeah, so that is still just sweeping through and ongoing and out of control. And I saw a video of a woman who was trying to escape, and she basically had to drive down a freeway, like, mm. through the fire and almost thought she wasn't going to make it. She had stayed behind a little bit later than she should because she was trying to um, set a bunch of horses free yeah. so that they wouldn't die. But she almost died, and the video is insane. Yeah, I can't watch these videos. Um, I, I made the mistake of watching some of the ones from Mount St. Helens and then mm. some of the ones from these fires. When you get to the point, there's, there's a point in some of these videos where I don't know, how, you know what, what you can stomach and what you can't, but when the people basically accept that they're probably going to die, so they start praying... And just oh. trying to atone for their sins while they're in the car, oh. you know, doing a selfie video. Right. You know. She was actually right. like like phone driving with one hand. And in my yeah. head, I'm kind of like, you know what? Maybe this is a good time to be a 10 and 2. Right. Like, like, I know you got some of it on film, yeah. but just how about we put that down? Well, the phone and burns. Ash is coming. Yeah. There's like fire probably, spewing. You're probably down to at least maybe two bars maybe two bars. right you don't yeah. want to waste that you might yeah. need to make like a phone call or something you probably drop down to 3g at that point I so if you're so. uploading that video it'll take about four or five days so not yeah. worth it totally not worth it um scary over the weekend uh, for a uh, billy joel concert mm. he had um joe perry performing there with him and right after he did a song he went back to his dressing room and just collapsed Wow. which was terrifying. So guitarist for um, Aerosmith, and they said that they actually, so he's 68 years old, and they said that they were working on him in the dressing room for like 40 minutes, wow. and they had to put a tracheal tube 
down his throat to clear the airway. And he'd been complaining and having problems like breathing and you know things with his lungs leading up to this concert. That's but crazy. Very serious. Took him to the hospital. The last thing that I've heard about him so far is that he is responsive and you know mm. breathing and it, it appears to be getting better but terrifying yeah. i would imagine so they should actually just fly keith richards in to do a blood transfusion and that will because clearly it's keeping that guy yeah. alive and nobody can explain uh -huh. how so yeah mm -hmm. he has the power um this is exciting news for a lot of people including myself uh, really when i saw this i was just <laughs> like oh here go oh this is so sarah this is like Joe getting a Star Trek network. Mm-hmm. Cause I love I love me some Chip and Joanna Gaines. She she's wacko for Waco. I am. Yes. Fixer Upper. How can you not love Fixer Upper? Such a good yes. show. And um they were on the air it was either four or five years, and then they made mm -hmm. the announcement that they wanted to take more time to be with their family, that mm. this whole train of like fame yeah. coming on them was a lot. Yeah, and it was a lot, so they took a quick break. And, and it was it was really fast, and so I'm sure some people are like, mm, did you have this planned the entire time? But they, I mean, she had a baby in between, so maybe right. they were well, really they, they trying to slow it down. Multitasking. Yes. Well, we could have the baby, and then we can sit out or non-compete, and come back right. to the network. Well, yeah, so go. they went on with, I think it was Fallon the first time it was made completely public that not only are they coming back to TV, but with their own network, mm -hmm. their sort of lifestyle network, um, it's Discovery that's giving them their network, and they also own HGTV, so it's and, still all yeah, in DIY the family. And, mm -hmm. yeah. and they, I don't, I'm assuming they're going to have a show on the network, but obviously they're not going to be in charge of everything that's going on, so it might not be too much more on their plate than the 18 businesses that they already yeah. have so yeah but they can hire an assistant or two i think the one thing that i really want you know i don't follow this as much as you do but i the one thing that i love about this whole like you know universe this is basically if you're into home improvement this is like the mcu right mm -hmm. and so i love it when like the guys from house crashers you know, show up with like kitchen crashers. Yeah. And then we do the like the house and then they give it away. It's like when they combine and, powers yes, to make and beautiful they interiors. Make a giant robot that fixes houses, you know? Yes. And so, yeah, I want to see Chip and Joanna Gaines just show up on the show and help them like redo a house. I love and it. Give it away. Yeah. I love it. Now, are you speaking of Marvel? Are you excited about the Disney streaming service or not? No, because I've got Netflix and then right. I caved and I did CBS All Access. Well, for your Star and Trek then show. For music, I have Pandora, and then I still have DirecTV. So you're like, enough. I can't <laughs> just, with that. And it's all on like direct debit, so you see it just all come out as like, how many streaming services do I have? Well, the announcement for the Disney streaming service um, was that they are going to call it Disney Plus. Mm. And uh, they are going to take on Netflix. They're going to carry all of the Disney brands. So you're going to get Marvel, Star Wars, National Geographic, and Pixar. Mm. And they are also going to do new content, which we've sort of talked about before, that they're going to have uh, a Loki from uh, Avengers. The Loki Aven channel. They're going to have the Loki channel. They're going to have a Loki show. <laughs> it's all going to be Hiddleston. From 24 hours of Hiddleston. I'm not mad at it. Um, <laughs> and then the Star Wars show is going to be a prequel to Rogue One, and Diego Luna already said he's going to be mm. a part of that. 
So he gets to live again, his character, yeah. which is nice. And they also, um, I didn't realize that Disney and Comcast co-own Hulu at this point. I had no idea. Right? So they're going to try and help Hulu become bigger and better. And so it's like Disney Plus and Hulu are coming for you, Netflix. See another one. You know what they should do is they should take all these different subscription services and put them all on like one thing where you like rent a box and you have the box at home and you plug it into your TV and then that way you change the channel and then you can access oh. all these different subscription services. Show sure. one bill. Maybe you can bundle it with internet and phone. I don't know. Am I crazy? I think so. I think you're on to something, yeah. buddy. Jeez, it, it's probably just a fad. Nobody else. Crazy like a fox. It. But um the one thing I think that they haven't made the announcement of that I would love to see for this is um, Disney Racist. So basically everything that was made by Disney before 1980 that has like really <laughs> racist undertones has its own channel. It's all in one place. One convenient yes. place. Oh, look, here's the dark-skinned bad guy and the fair-skinned heroine. Oh, here comes the tall alpine chiseled guy to save her. Well, funny. Are you feeling should, uncomfortable? Funny you should mention. Uh, we got a Trump story when we get back. <laughs> Um, it's Attack of the Boobies, and we'll explain it next on Pop That Culture. Yep, what's up? This is your boy, Walter Jones, also known as Zach, the original Black Ranger, and you are geeking out with Geek Tainment Weekly at New Radio Media. It's worth the time. Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our 9 and Dine special, 9 holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Walled Lake. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Oh my. We're back. And I'm about to say a sentence I didn't think that I was going to say hmm. before. But here's the headline Donald Trump's motorcade attacked by a group of topless French female protesters. What are you trying to prove? It's kind because of like a don't throw me in that briar patch situation. Like, oh, you're going to attack him with naked boobs yeah. like that's this is like this is like vegans protesting people that eat meat by bringing them hamburgers with bacon 
Exactly. Here, we so hate you. <laughs> Have a juicy burger. Mm. <laughs> Come on. Uh, yes. So it's actually a group that that's that's their their gig, their thing. They do a lot of uh, topless protesting. I don't. And think then they write things on their chest. By the way, you should protest pop that culture. <laughs> You'd no. like them to swing by? No. Well, they're French. <laughs> well, yeah, like, we couldn't talk. Do you need them to talk <laughs> for what you're asking them for? Oh, Joe likes God. a little romance, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I am the greatest singer in the world. Um, Come on, yes. we have a cheese plate. They are no. called Femin, and their leader wrote on, Twitty, on Twitter that the stunt was intended to, quote, denounce the hypocrisy of this November 11th Armistice Day, which celebrates peace with the greatest dictators, racist, homophobic, sexist, and anti-liberty no. leaders of the planet. No, you know what? Here's the thing. You don't protest perhaps the biggest sexist in the free world by giving him a boner. That's okay. what I'm saying. Don't, don't. That's it. Was the wrong weapon to use. Right. <clears throat> no, that's like, that's like, pouring water on a mogwai when you feed them after midnight. I mean, that's what I was gonna mm. say. Um. So they captured one lady. Uh. They captured one lady, relatively quickly. But the other one got pretty close to the, um, to the car, which Ooh. then freaked them out about. <clears throat> some of the other leaders who were in town and they're like I know that these ladies were only armed with you know C cups and D cups but right. if someone was armed with more than that and was able well, to e get cup? through this security and it, it just made some of the other people feel like way to go French yeah. security no like, well you know what probably the French security but I'm guessing that the Secret Service wasn't abreast of the situation either they prop not beforehand <laughs> they were afterwards so but everybody's okay <laughs> They got bras and shirts later, so <laughs> we're all good, I'm sure. Can I have underwire? <laughs> <laughs> it lifts us up our rates. Um, so there was a big movie premiere for a movie that I'm very excited about. I'm going to be going with my sister and my nephew this mm. coming weekend to see Fantastic Beasts 2. The crime. You were going to say Fantastic Breasts 2, weren't Fantastic Breasts 2. Now, are you going to dress in costume? The Crimes of Grindelwald. Uh, no, I am not going to be dressing mm. in costume. However, things got interesting on the red carpet for the Fantastic Beasts 2 premiere mm. because one of its stars, Ezra Miller, decided to go as a sleeping bag? I'm not <laughs> sure. A, a down blanket yeah uh yes which if you can be you know dressed in the finest couture and also be able to just like stop drop mm. and take a nap anywhere right. you want to kind of amazing yes i feel like this should be more of a like a thing yeah and it wicks moisture as well so yeah. you don't get sweaty <laughs> you don't get sweaty Fantastic. keeps the heat yeah. in but it you know it yeah. <laughs> ezra ezra who are you wearing who are you wearing rei <laughs> <laughs> It's so alluring, mm. but then also with his lipstick choice, uh, the, the dark, uh, the almost black lipstick, people were saying it kind of reminds them of the Missy Elliott video. Right. It's like a similar look. Hers was more of like a, like a garbage bag yeah. with like air in it, like those sumo suits. Yeah, well, no, I, I see like uh, Edward Scissorhands meets the Michelin Man. A little bit, yeah, yeah, that's a good, that's a good take on it. But yeah, he was kind of, 
At least as far as the makeup is concerned, yeah. he was feeling the Missy Elliott thing. I would have liked, he should have dressed in his Flash costume. It's probably not going to be getting much use in the future anyway. You are not joking. Wow. Yeah. I Can I just say, like, he's really good um, in the Fantastic Beasts movie, mm -hmm. but I found him to be extremely annoying as the Flash in Justice League. You know what? Here's the problem, because there's a TV Flash already. Who's very good. Grant Gustin, who does a really good job. Yeah. And, um, and he was on Glee. So, <laughs> so there you go. I mean, one, so two. So many problems fixed <laughs> because we did have a musical episode of uh, what Supergirl and, and Flash. Yes. Because they were both on Glee. So you think like just crickets, there's going to be no more anything Justice League ever? I, you know what? I actually enjoyed him as the Flash. You did? And, you know what? They shot his, um, his scene in the convenience store at the convenience store close to my house. No way. Yeah. That's so crazy. In, uh, in, yeah, in that awesome movie, Batman v Superman. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh. So terrible. Um, I really kind of vaguely remembered hearing that Meg Ryan was dating John Mellencamp. I had no idea. Oh, really? I had no clue. Yeah. But it was a while ago, so I thought that just kind of... Ran yeah, its course, I thought she was on the When Harry Met Sally convention circuit. I had no clue <laughs> that she was even dating. Yeah, she uh, she sort of dated him on and off. And it, this has been going on on and off for eight years, which I also mm. didn't realize it was that much of a thing. But um, over the weekend on her Instagram, she posted that they are engaged. That's amazing. But the thing that she had on there was this really weird picture that I'm assuming she drew, but maybe he drew it. I don't know. Mm. Um, and uh, I, I don't think he, if he drew it, he didn't give himself enough credit for the hair because right. he's got way more hair than his yeah. little drawing. And it looks like his mouth is sewn shut. <laughs> yes. I'm just saying. And, uh, and she's drawn her eyebrows as way more out of control than they are. But yeah, mm. so this creepy drawing is what she put up on her Instagram to yeah. announce that you know she what? and- some slack. That for the drawing? Yeah. Because? It was probably drawn um, in the backseat of a 76 Plymouth Volare with bad shocks driving down 8 Mile. <laughs> to their little pink house? Yes. Um, he I sounds like... I myself a, into a corner. It's... Oh, nice. Uh, he sounds like he's a giant pain in the ass, by the way. Really? Why? Because um, he's done a couple of interviews with Howard Stern where he's talked about his relationships. Mm-hmm also his relationship with Meg Ryan. <clears throat> and he just sort of describes himself as, like, he's 67, she's 56, I think. Mm. And he said, you know, I love Meg Ryan. She hates me to death. And then when asked why, he said, I think it's because I'm a child. I throw fits, I gripe, I complain, I'm moody. Mm. Every bad thing that a fella can be, that's me. But apparently she's, she's yeah. into it. Because yeah, maybe they're into, you know, sucking on the chili dog behind the tasty breeze. Yeah. I don't know. I, you know, my biggest concern about this entire thing is, what name is she going to take? Is she going to be Meg Ryan? Does she put the cougar in there? Meg Cougar yeah. Melon Camp. Meg Cougar Camp Melon. Um, yeah, there's a lot of different... There's a lot in there. Yeah. Well, and the other thing, too, is that when she was photographed walking around town with the um, engagement ring on, which may have been what prompted her to then officially announce it it looks like she's also wearing a wedding band hmm. so they may have already had like a little secret ceremony and gotten married oh well you wonder what happened was she at a party and then you know i mean it was it's been going on and off for eight years right yes so basically in the spirit of when harry met sally john cougar runs up to her at a party and says, <laughs> you know what 
I love the way you dated Russell Crowe. <laughs> you know, it just turned sprouting out all her idiosyncrasies. Like, I love the way your plastic surgery party. looked weird until you had it fixed. <laughs> Did she have it fixed, though? No, I don't the, know. That mouth is still, I'm yeah. not sure what's happening. I love the fact that you've been in like 15 movies with Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Meg. So, yeah, I mean, Mazel, congratulations to them. Yeah, I hope everything goes well. We do have a lot of uh, celebrity baby news. Mm. Some of it is very sweet, and some of it is really gross. And yeah. we will explain it all to you next <laughs> on Pop That Culture. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic sweeping adventure where we try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com Fridays, Podquesters. See you there. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now, it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions, including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store, and the greater becomes your appetite. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Call back to the Ace of Base. Yeah, every day I wake up and I think to myself, Joe, how can we work Ace of Base into the podcast? <laughs> and there's so, so many ways. Yes. Especially today, my goodness. Um, so congratulations to Kate Upton and Justin Verlander. They are the proud parents of a little baby girl, Genevieve Upton Verlander. It sounds like a very, you know, this sounds like, you know, the cousin in the upcoming Frozen sequel. <laughs> you know? Anna, Elsa, and Genevieve, <laughs> Genevieve. are going to fight the forces of yeah. Mother Nature. Except uh, Genevieve has like flames that come out right. of her hand. That's her Kick thing. ass. Because her dad throws the heat. Woo! Thank Thank you. Nice job, Joe. 
Um, yes, so they just, they put up her name, Verlander did his post, which was, um, so there was this one I think was Kate Upton's post, and then there was the one that just showed their hands holding little baby Genevieve's hand, and it said, um, you stole my heart the first second I met you, 11-7-2018. So, and the arrival of the baby comes just a few days after they celebrated the one-year anniversary of their marriage, so. Right. They got busy. And oh, well, right away. Well, it was probably a little bit of celebrating that, celebrating the World Series. Right. It's like, hey, look at this ring. Mm. <laughs> so sparkly. Yeah, so Let's get it all. <laughs> so adorable, cute, yay. We're very excited for them. I know that uh, Kate Upton, prior to getting pregnant, was really getting into fitness. Mm. She was working out. To, I want to say she like even tried like a marine workout and had Justin come along with her, and he's like, this is too intense yeah. for me. He's I'm a like, professional athlete. I'd rather I'm a not pitcher. I got to worry mm. about the this, but yeah. the running and the cardio, it's a lot. Um, so she was really getting into fitness. I don't know if she will ever try to pull off an Ironman, but there is a story about a mom who consistently does all these Ironman right. races. And she had um, had a baby earlier in the year and had already kind of planned after she did, I think, the swimming and the biking portion that between biking and running, she was going to um, bust out the old, take a break, bust out yeah. the old breast pump. Yeah, got to pump it. Pump some milk, mm -hmm. pump it up, and then we got to go. Yeah. But then when she realized that she was getting close to um, her goal time or her mm. like her personal best, yeah. she's like, I don't have time to stop. Just grab the stuff and kept on running. Yeah, like, and she made it her personal breast. Personal breast. It's kind of the theme of the show today, you apparently. You know what? Had it not been for her approaching her personal best, I would have just totally poo-pooed this entire thing. Really? But I, I get it. It's like you run the Iron Man. You know, last time you got distracted by the Stan Lee cameo, so you slowed down and it cost you. <laughs> now you're running ahead. Yes. I mean, geez. Yeah, so she, like, just slid it underneath her thing, had the thing covering up, mm. and, like, while she was pumping, she was probably running slower than she wanted right. to. But once she got both boobs done without anybody seeing anything, she also had a camelback, and she just put the stuff back there because you're not allowed to hand it off, I guess. Right. Once well, you have it, you're not allowed imagine, to Imagine, you're you, running behind her and there's a guy holding a cup at the side. <laughs> what the hell Oh, is it's this? 2%. Oh, what my, is, it's body temperature. What's going on? <laughs> Ooh, I, I have all kinds of, um, you know, I've, I've got natural resistance to disease. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, but yeah, so then she, she ran the rest of the way and made her best time and was very impressive. When your mom, you just do what you got to do. Right to get through it. The next thing though is also a choice. No, no, it's not a choice, Sarah. It's a choice. <laughs> no. Um, I had heard something about saving cord blood after the birth yes, of your child. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that is in case something happens later with the child that that blood will do mm -hmm. what now? Well, basically it has the amniotic, it has okay. the, the the fluid shared between the mother and the child, mm -hmm. which is the stem cells as well. Okay. Mm. Those stem cells in there as well, but it's also like it's the most compatible blood for your child. So if anything happens in that first year, yes. or whatever, they have it ready. So it makes total and complete sense. Yeah. yeah. Or if you have a really good child, you can actually use that as a basis for a clone. <laughs> like, wow, this one's really good. Let's I, make another copy right now. You are replaceable. Um, but the other thing is, and I also have heard about it, that in 
some way the woman can choose to um, ingest the placenta? Not unless the husband goes, ew, that's gross. <laughs> I, apparently you can make them into like capsules. Mm -hmm. You can take them that way. Yes. Um, and uh, although the person we're going to talk about, Hillary Duff, said she opted against using the capsules because much like when you do omega-3 mm. uh, capsules, you can have fish burps sometimes. Oh, she's, yes, placenta burp. Terrible. She had heard that the placenta burps were really gross. So mm. uh, she decided to have it as a shake, have mm. it as a smoothie, and then a sensible dinner. Um, no. Yeah, she said no. it was the most delightful smoothie she'd ever had. No. Uh, hasn't had a smoothie that delightful since she was 10 years old. It was no. calorie filled with juice and fruit and everything no. delicious. Um, she said she was hesitant at first, but then decided that it, the smoothie would help with postpartum bleeding and depression. Mm. And then now that she's had her smoothie, mm. she's been consuming the rest of the placenta. Does a chai latte? It, well, I mean, in uh, ice cube form. No. So if she wanted to have a frozen chai latte, Did, what, does it with, come with, with a an couple anaconda? of placenta cubes. Is it a good day when you have your <laughs> your ice cube? Placenta? Yes, my ice cube, plus my placenta cubes. Do you only have them on Friday in the Friday afternoon? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, if you don't have to use your AK. Um, yeah, I just, I would hope that she would make sure that, you know, when guests come over, they don't accidentally just like open right. the freezer yeah. to get some ice cubes and they're like mm, this martini tastes weird <laughs> what's all this pink stuff floating in oh it? just uh you know what i've heard of doing that and, of and the shake thing of the yeah, smoothie of, of, of the placenta all smoothie? things placenta You're like mm, chunky you know you just make a placenta pizza who knows I mean, oh just, a pizza pie still, it's, a, <laughs> it's like you know what do they do with all the foreskins now that's what i want to know that's what keeps you up at night is thinking about well, those? You know, all these byproducts of birth, if they're being repurposed for something else, I want to make sure that I have not been slipped a foreskin in my life. Is Craig, Craig's listening, isn't <laughs> Nothing good comes of it when I discuss foreskin on this show. This is true. This is very true. Dave, save me, quick. You just got to make sure you don't put the placenta in your polenta. Oh, oh, well done. Placenta yes. polenta. See, Corey, right there. That's the. That's how you become. Yeah, that's on the That's next reel. level. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, people can do the job, but then he mm. takes it to the get, next level. Get that one on ESPN somehow. That's a good one. On ESPN. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, of course, if you are a Seinfeld fan, you remember mm. the soup Nazi. Yes. This is kind of like the reverse soup Nazi. So instead of refusing the soup, they're forcing the soup on yeah. you. There's a weird thing that's, that's happening. Um, and a, a comedian named Hannah Snow ended up checking her neighborhood's next door message board. I, you seem like a guy who would be on your neighborhood next door message board I, thing. I can be. Yeah. I, I've been known to be. Yeah. Obviously, he's posted their business cards, you know, all the new, who's the new realtor in town? <laughs> That's where I look. Um, yeah, I think I got something in the mail recently trying to encourage me to go on my, my area's little neighborhood board. Uh, that's where you're going to meet your husband. Is it? That's exactly what I'm, I'm making a prediction now. There's there's like an app now. Like somebody asked me trick or treating. Like I was taking my kid around, and they were like, "Do you go on this app where you see all your neighbors? Did you see me on there?" I'm like, 
No, crazy woman, I did not. <laughs> what is it? Is it called Facebook? <laughs> I mean, kind of. It's like it's like neighborhood or like hood or something like that. I have no hood. idea. Are you sure it's not a clan app, David? <laughs> hood. Uh, yeah. So there's a a next door. Cross burning next week, David. Are you going to be there? <laughs> Sorry. There's a next door message board where mm -hmm. someone wrote, um, and it's under the crime and safety portion of it. Of course. And it wrote seamless soup orders. Someone keeps delivering soup to my house with a note that says, quote, soup for my perfect little soup boy. Uh-huh. I appreciate the free food, but I don't like soup. Please stop this. As long as there's a neighbor that's not digging a pit in the basement and stocking up on lotion, I think we're going to be okay. Now, have they tested this soup for placenta? Good question. Hmm. Um... But, I, I mean, obviously, so anyone delivering anonymous soup to you is strange, A. B, don't eat it because you don't know. Wait, is it anonymous soup on the Warp Tour this year? Can you look that up, David? <laughs> Why did you open that wound? The Warp Tour is done. It's over. Come on, no, Joe. It back. No. But it's not going to tour. It's only going to be in one spot, just like Lollapalooza. <laughs> Where have you guys the, the been? Warp <laughs> the Warp spot. The Warp. They're going to do the Burning Warp Palooza Cella. Oh, it's just going to combine it all. <laughs> but if someone keeps sending you anonymous soup, that's one thing that's creepy enough. Mm. But with the note that says, soup for my perfect little soup boy. Also, most people are not opposed to soup. I mean, are you okay with soup? You like soup? Soup? I'm more of a stew guy. All right. Maybe gazpacho. But this gazpacho soup? Yeah. Okay. But but the fact that the, this person has found the one guy who will publicly say, I don't really like soup, leads me to believe it's got to be a neighbor that, like, knows that he doesn't yeah. like soup and is somehow angry with him and just keeps torturing him by sending him, like, soup of the month club. Right. Or... What if it's a dude that it's just he makes the soup stock out of his bath water? Something like really warmed, you know, like ah. Did did this person? Do we know if this person has consumed said soup? He well, he doesn't like soup, and he sure as hell isn't going to eat soup that he doesn't like from some rando who's sending it to him creepily. But if it's brought directly from the the soup seamless, well, yeah. So I'm thinking, is this being like delivered by like a specific restaurant or something? It's being delivered by the the. Seamless, where you can order food from anywhere. So See, I don't know if it's here, only coming from one here's what you have to do. restaurant, but you get a you do a power play, right? <laughs> so you get the soup to your door. You take the soup and just start eating it right there, because you know he's watching while he's yeah, doing it. He's this. clearly you just, watching. You just eat it, stone face. Yes. Throw also, I don't know why. And then go back inside. I don't know why I'm assuming that the person who is sending the soup is a male. I, it could be a lady who be. is actually trying to like. This was her sweet way to try and make a move on this guy. What? Like, oh, or, my perfect little soup boy. You got the, the kid next door who's all malnourished and emaciated. Like, I haven't had my special soup. <laughs> That's all I can eat since I've recovered from this weird disease. Oh, you just made it real he's, sad. He's surrounded by stuffed animals. When is grandma going to send me my special soup that she <laughs> promised? The neighbors seem to get a lot of soup, but I don't get anything. God bless us. Everyone. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we're waiting. We're waiting to see. We're, I want to, the, the other shoe needs to, the other soup bowl needs to drop right. in this one so we can figure out the ending of this and the meaning behind it. Why he won't stop sending soup to the and one this neighbor. This is a huge mystery. It and really I, is. I want to see it solved.
I do because too. that poor kid is going to get dehydrated. That's true. Without his suit. He's already very thin and frail. Yes. Um, when we get back, something more frightening than someone anonymously sending you soup. I mean, are humans even going to be able to have jobs anymore in the future? Because mm. pretty much technology truly is taking over everything. And we'll show you the scary video next. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The new Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Hey, we're back with Pop That Culture. I'm Sarah. And I'm Joe. Yes. And uh, we are about to be replaced. This, (laughs) I, if it wasn't so off, it would be even more terrifying than it is. But it's not going to take that long for them to smooth it out. Oh, yeah. Where you will not be able to tell a damn difference between a real news anchor on TV and the artificial intelligence news anchors Mm -hmm. that they are now using in China. Well, you know, it started with uh, Kate Spade purses, and it worked its way up to people, the Chinese knockoffs. Oh, okay. I was like, what? You're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, The Chinese state-run news agency has unveiled the latest addition to their team of reporters, which is two... AI anchors, they, one speaks in English, one speaks in Chinese. They have the likeness of some human anchors that already work for them. Mm. But their voices and their facial expressions and their mouth movements are synthesized and animated. Now, he's going to sound like a robot when he talks. But like I said, it's not going to take that long for them to figure out how to make 
the movements and the voice and everything be so seamless that it will look I, just like oh, a guy. I, I'm, I'm, I just had a thought. Please. Are the human anchors that they based the AI anchors on? Still alive. Are they still alive? That is an excellent question. As far as mm. I know, yes, for now. <laughs> But they were like, oh, this is such a great convenience because, you know, we can work computer simulations 24 hours a day. We don't have yes. to worry about, you know, paying them a salary or giving them health care yeah. or giving them breaks or time off. Yeah. You can just work that computer thing forever and ever and ever. Yeah, so. and if one day they'll have a Megyn Kelly where you can change her complexion. Because that would be okay, right, Megan? Yikes. Yikes a Rooney. <laughs> so here it is, the Chinese AI anchor. Hello, everyone. I'm an English artificial intelligence anchor. This is my very first day in Xinhua's agency. My voice and appearance are modeled on Zhang Zhao, a real anchor with Xinhua. The development of the media industry calls for continuous innovation and deep integration with the international advanced technologies. I will work tirelessly to keep you informed as texts will be typed into my system uninterrupted. I look forward to bringing you the brand new news experiences. It's coming. It is coming. Right. This is the plot for some dystopian. Is this an episode of Black Mirror? I got, yes. <laughs> Anytime we see technology like this, it feels very Black well, Mirror. -y. Remember, this started. Uh, this started getting popular at least stateside, probably about eight or nine years ago. Remember, there was a Chinese company that would take news headlines and they would reenact them in very crude CGI. Yes, no, because I know they had you're to crank about. them out. Yeah, I remember, I remember watching the Tiger Woods. The Tiger Woods. Yes, yeah. it's really funny. Where they have him like throwing golf clubs. And the animation is just crap. Yeah. It's it, terrible it like animation. It's like a cut film from The Sims. <laughs> yes. It's terrible. Oh, Tiger, uh, I am so angry yeah. at you. And the yeah, so and they had this Buick. It didn't even look like a Buick. It looked <laughs> more like a Chevy. And oh my god, this is just the next oh. level. Well, we at some point, I think in the summer, we did a story about um, an Instagram model that people didn't know for a long time was not a person. Right. She was just a simulation, a you know, really good yeah. drawing. Yeah. It was. It was really Al Pacino. Right. That movie was just on, by the way, Simone or whatever. Simone. Yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah. Um, I love the Toy Hall of Fame, although this year I feel like some toys got robbed for mm. their induction into the Toy Hall of Fame. Right, like uh, what the Hitachi Magic Wand? That should be in the Toy <laughs> Hall of Fame. It's a different Hall of Fame, oh, but yes. But it's a toy. It Technically, I guess. Um, yeah, so this year they inducted Uno. It's fine. Yeah. Magic 8-Ball. I mean, I like it, but does it need to be in the Hall of Fame now? <clears throat> and Pinball. But some of the other finalists included American Girl dolls, which are a nightmare, no. and I'm glad they don't need to be See, in. See, this is just like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Magic 8-Ball <laughs> gets in now. Some crappy boy band got in like 20 years ago. It's like, what? No, no, listen. I'm fine with them not inducting American Girl dolls yet, but also yeah. on the list of possibilities was Chalk. Chalk should be in there. Kids but is chalk a toy? Kids love the crap out of sidewalk chalk. Are you kidding me? Well, then you specified it's sidewalk chalk. Well, that, the it, classroom version, under not the... a toy. No. Kids run from regular chalk. Talking about chalk. sidewalk chalk. Um, okay. Shoots and ladders. How the hell is shoots and ladders not in there already? Hmm. Uh, Fisher Price corn popper. I don't remember that as much. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> that sounds like a... Uh, well, it's a rolling thing that like pops. It's a, oh, yeah. then yes. Oh, that yes. Sh then that, that should be in there. That should have been in there 15, 20 years right. ago. Right. Yes. <laughs> 
Um, Masters of the Universe. He-Man should clearly be in there. Well, what I about She-Ra? She can go in a little bit Have later. Have they drug tested him? I bet you he's. Oh juicing. my! He was roiding the whole yes. time. There's no way. Yeah. And he said he has the power. He meant the power shake with the mm -hmm. roids in it. Yeah, muscle milk, all kinds of puts extra protein in it. Yeah. Also up for possibly making it into the Toy Hall of Fame this year was Sled. How is Sled not in there? Come on, Tic Tac Toe, Tickle Me Elmo. No, Tic Tac Toe is not a toy. It's a game you draw on paper. I call. But they include games. Shoots and Ladder is a game. Yeah, but shoots and ladders has pieces and simulated shoots and ladders. Mm. Tic Tac Toe is a hashtag with Tickle a me, extra characters. Tickle me, Elmo, and then Tudor Electric Football. I've never. Played oh, it's it. the one where the ah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, really right. Oh, that sounds terrible. Um, so that so they those were all up and could have gone in and they did not. Instead, they went with Uno, Magic Eight Ball, and Pinball. How did Magic Eight know. Ball get in after Stick? At, what do you mean after stick? They they put stick in before a years yes ago, before stick magic should be in there before ball. magic. And, eight ball. and here's the thing: stick is amazing. Couldn't the magic eight ball predict when it would end up being in the toy hall of fame? Every time I'm it just, just kept getting asked me later, yes. asked me later, and it didn't know. My sources say yes. What are your sources? Now I don't know who like the the group is that gets to decide. Mm. You know who's nominated yeah. and then who finally makes it in. Uh, but it sounds like they're just as screwed up as the people that decide the yeah. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Stuff. Absolutely. Because things are going in at the wrong time. Yeah, and it's would, a mess. That would be like Joe Rogan getting into the Podcast Hall of Fame after Pop That Culture. Well, crazy. Yeah. He clearly just yeah. needs to go in before us. It'd be a travesty. And you know who goes in right now? Mm. Is your friend, my friend, one Mr. Craig Foley. Hello. Hello. And we will see you guys Wednesday. Bye.